Entrepreneur on Fire 1056. Don't forget what happened to the man who suddenly got everything he ever wanted. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Are you prepared to podcast? Visit freepodcastcourse.com and sign up for our free 15-day course today. Create, grow, and monetize your podcast at freepodcastcourse.com. Ignite. Need a new mattress? Check out Lisa. They donate one mattress for every 10 they sell. Go to leesa.com slash fire to save $75. That's leesa.com slash fire. The key to growing any business successfully is to expand your online presence, and it starts with your website. Get started today at HostGator.com by using promo code FIRE and the number 30. Who's ready to rock today, Fire Nation? John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Brianne Dick. Brianne, are you prepared to ignite? Let's do this thing. Yes. Brianne helps micro businesses grow their revenues and their impact by blending adult learning customer experience, and business strategy. Her results-driven strategies help thought leaders like Chris Gillenbow and Tara Gentili maximize referrals, retention, and repeat buyers by creating programs and products that customers cannot stop talking about. Brianne, take a minute, fill in some gaps in that intro, and give us a little glimpse into your personal life. Yeah, absolutely. And it uh, this is actually a theme I think that's going to come up quite a bit as we talk. It took me a long time to figure out how to t- describe what exactly I do in a succinct fashion, like what you just you know reeled off there. Right. So that's something that it took a long time for me to get to, and it it actually took a long time for me to even be able to see all the threads in my life and how they add up to something that makes sense to other people, and then. Pretty recently, actually, it hit me. I'm obsessed with figuring out how to take things apart and put them together. I love, you know, pulling stuff apart, assembling them, building puzzles, both figuratively and literally. I'm the kind of person that, you know, some people really love coming up with brand new ideas, but not me. I actually, my joy is taking ideas that other people have had and figuring out how to make them work and how to make them work even better. So I'm in my office right now. And if you could see my office, you'd see a whole bunch of Lego sets all around (laughs) the top of my desk. And I actually always build them according to the instruction manual that comes in the box, because that's the process that I love. There's this vision and I want to figure out how do I get to that vision. And that's what I do in my business and in my life is I help people take these really big ideas and turn them into experiences and products that people can't stop talking about. Well, let's get a little glimpse into that personal life as well. I mean, I heard a couple oats, so I'm, I'm guessing maybe Canada. Yep, you got it. <laughs> the glorious north, uh, the glorious north northwest of Canada. I'm in, uh, I'm in Alberta. Oh, cool, cool, good area, very nice. Now, Brienne, let's just say that you get to a networking party in Alberta. I mean, I know you guys have those like seven days a week, and somebody <laughs> asks you, "What exactly do you do? How do you respond in ten seconds?" 
that's a really good question because most people that would go to a networking event in Alberta would have no idea anything about online business. <laughs> so the way I would say it to a crowd of probably oil and gas execs or the people who would be at that networking event is I work with small business owners. Most of the time, they're coaches or consultants or authors or speakers, people with big ideas. And I help them to apply the principles of adult learning so that they can have a bigger impact and make more money. Sum it up nicely. But you said the word money, and I like to kind of hone in on that because let's be honest, Brianne, we as entrepreneurs are looking to generate revenue. You know, we need to ring that cash register every now and again <laughs> because, you know, we have businesses uh, that we are trying to run. We have bills we need to pay. We have families we need to support. So let's talk to Fire Nation. How are you specifically within your business generating revenue? Yeah, you bet. I actually have a mixed business model. And uh, like I said, I like breaking things down. So I'm going to break it into three main categories. So the first way that I make money in my business is a small group accelerator program. I call it the masterclass. It's three months where we go through a process together to help you create a world-class online course or group coaching program. And we spend about two months putting in place just this rock solid strategy for your curriculum. And then a month where you actually start implementing it and developing it. And I support you in that process. And that program is something I've developed over the past few years. And this fall, it's going to evolve further even to where I'm actually going to be licensing out the rights for it. So this is fun for me. I get to do all of the delivery. It's also my IP but I've got a partner that's going to be able to do all the sales and marketing front end to be able to bring it to the public in a really wide and amazing way. So that's the first kind of stream in my, in my business model. The second stream is what I call my Elevate Sessions. That's one-on-one consulting uh, in a very short, intensive format where I help you take what's already working in your business, especially if it's an information business, if you've got courses or information products or any of that kind of thing where you're teaching what you know, and I help you turn it up to 11 in less than an afternoon. So say you've got a speaking engagement or a workshop coming up, and you want to know, you know, this is a big deal. You want to make the best stuff you've ever done, the kind of thing that people will be super engaged with, get amazing results from. That's what this particular stream in my business model is for. So, you know, I've consulted on creative live courses or people are developing workshops, membership sites, online courses, that sort of thing in this intensive one-on-one consulting. And then the last piece of the puzzle, the last of the three, is I have one client who is on a really significant retainer plus revenue share arrangement. And my role in, in her business is to advise on all the operations for the educational training products in the business. So I am overseeing and running everything related to client experience, strategic planning, managing product lifecycle, developing the team and the systems. And that's a a contract position where, like I said, it's a retainer plus revenue share. And, you know, when you take those three categories of things together, that's the main bits. Um, There's a few other streams. I do longer one-on-one consulting for people who are, you know, creating online courses or programs or business strategy for people who are ready to evolve their business model. But for the most part, when I'm doing my revenue planning or sketching out my business plan, those are the three main arms that I do my projections and consider as the core of my model. I actually think that's an underutilized business model. I mean, Fire Nation, we need to think about potentially doing rev shares. I mean, it's a great way for somebody to break into the business by you going to somebody and saying, hey, like I can do this for your business. I can provide this value for your business. And because I'm so confident of my you know, capabilities and what I can do, I'm only going to take a share of the revenue that I bring in the 
door. And that can be a great way, again, for you to work with really high-level people who are saying, like, you know, I get bombarded by people that can do this and this and this for me. But hey, if you can, you know, bring in an extra $10,000, an extra $10,000, i am happy to give you five. You know, that's, that's an extra 5K uh, for both of us. And that's exciting. And then when you get to, you know, Brienne's level where she's proven herself, you can add that retainer to it as well, which is pretty exciting. So give that some thought, Fire Nation. I like that. And Brienne, I want you to now tell us a story. Take us back to a time in your entrepreneurial journey, which you would crown as the worst entrepreneurial moment. Tell us that story. Oh, you're going to, you know, rip out my heart. Yes. (laughs) Stomp on it. Well, what uh, what the folks listening in might not realize is that I didn't actually start out doing this consulting for information products and information businesses. I actually started off, had a day job, left the day job, and I decided I was going to be a web designer. And I did that for a little while before I realized that the online training community, these entrepreneurs who are putting out courses needed help, right? Like there are some courses that are really good, but there's also some courses that could really use some help. So I was making this pivot. And let's just say there was a lot of growing pains during that time. I'm going to tell you one specific growing pain that happened as I was making that pivot, one particular client. This was actually a really big name client, someone that honestly, I was kind of starstruck that they even wanted to work with me. So I was over the moon, like this was my first honestly, almost the first real client I had ever been doing exclusively this kind of curriculum consulting type thing for. I didn't even know what to call it at the time because it was so new. And so I was starstruck, just so excited. And so I didn't do any of the normal stuff that I would have done as a web designer onboarding a client. Like, oh, you know, um, determining scope, or even I didn't even really set a price. I kept telling myself, I trust this person and we'll be able to work something out. They're a big name. I can trust them to hold up their end of the bargain. And well, you can kind of tell where the story is going. The great opportunity basically fizzled out from the start. I was stuck doing work that I didn't really want to do, wasn't to my strengths, and it didn't even really pay that well. It was just a terrible experience. I was so disappointed because I thought this was going to be my big break. But that's not the worst moment. The worst moment is what happened a year or so later when this same client came back to me and said, hey, we're working on a really big new thing. It's this big event. We need your help to uh, develop some curriculum to make sure it's really awesome. And, you know, we need your help and I'll make sure that, you know, you're compensated appropriately. And I said, yes. So went off, did some work. Same mistake. No scope, no pricing, no nothing up front. Like, this is worse than not having a contract, which everyone says is the number one rule when you're doing, you know, this kind of business arrangement is have a contract. No, no, no. I had nothing, n- no ideas because, again, for some reason, I didn't learn the lesson the first time. The long and the short of it is at the end of the day, I actually never got paid at all that time. They ran out of money putting the event together and I got zero compensation for my work. I actually even paid to attend the attend. I bought my own ticket and I didn't get paid at the end of the day. That time, 
the lesson stuck. Man. I'm, I am a serious stickler for scope <laughs> and clear expectations now. Like probably, you know, if it's possible, I don't think it, I don't actually think it's possible to go too far in terms of setting expectations, but I'm definitely on the, we're going to make sure there's a super yeah. clear upfront front. Um, but the other thing is that at the time, I wasn't clear about the value that I was bringing with the table. And so I wasn't working with or attracting clients. Sure, big name client, but they didn't respect the value that I was bringing because I wasn't clear on that value. Now that I'm clear on my value, I'm working with people who respect that value. And that also makes it a lot easier to get paid. (laughs) Fire Nation, when it does come down to it, getting paid has to be incredibly high on the agenda. I mean, every scenario needs to be a win-win. And the reality is, you know, Brienne was in a couple situations back-to-back that were a win-loss. You know, it was a win for the people she was providing value to, you know, but she was not getting that win in return. So, you know, there is definitely that that time in your business where you can say, hey, like, I'm going to cut a deal, do a break, or even potentially do this one thing, you know, so I can get this big name person, like, as part of my clientele, so I can get a testimony from them. I mean, there is that. But when you're doing something this big a scope, it needs to be clear what that scope is and how you are going to actually be compensated for this. So great takeaways, Brianne. And let's shift now to another story. This one's going to be your aha moment, the epiphany that happened at some point. And girl, you've had a ton of these, but you know Fire Nation. What's one that you think is really going to resonate with our listeners? Take us there. Absolutely. So let's look at the flip side. I said that in my worst moment, it was, you know, I didn't know the value I was bringing and, and I didn't get paid. It was at least a good event. It was a good event. <laughs> yes. And actually, I didn't get paid by that client, but going to that event actually led to this next aha moment. Ooh. So you didn't even know that, but that was a perfect lead in. That's perfect. You see, she, <laughs> Fire Nation, she wasn't bitter. She didn't turn her back and it landed her aha moment. I love this. Yeah. Let's go. So I mentioned right off the top that it's taken me a little while to figure out how all these threads of what I and my business do and and how that all comes together into something to offer that people would value. And this process actually really started to crystallize for me in last fall. So that would be fall of 2014. It's July of of 2015 now as we're recording this. Uh, But last fall, I was doing some business strategy work with Tara Gentili, who uh, we mentioned in the uh, the, uh, bio. And uh, I was working with Tara to really nail down, you know, what is this value that I'm providing? And Tara issued a challenge, which was create a plan to generate $8,000 in unplanned revenue during the course of this coaching program, which was four months long. Of course, my gut response was, $8,000 unplanned, like not just $8,000, but $8,000 that you weren't planning on making, come up with that out of thin air in four months. Sure. No problem. Right. Yeah. No, No. it's not like I didn't want the revenue. Right. I just didn't. It felt like I had to invent money and I didn't know how that could be possible. But with Tara's help and just by, you know, stripping away everything I thought I knew about my business, I realized that I had been making a lot of fundamental assumptions that I didn't even realize were assumptions. For example, I assumed that the people who would best respond to my work would be new entrepreneurs or people who wanted to become entrepreneurs, and that I was going to be helping them build a business by creating online courses. 
Makes sense, right? There's a lot of people whose business model is doing that right now. Turns out those aren't actually my people. That was an assumption I was making. And Tara called me on that. Turns out that my people are actually already business owners who want to be recognized as best in class, providing world-class experiences every time they show up and every time their business shows up in the world. See, what's really interesting there is that my best customers, and this is this is the kind of takeaway if we want to focus here, is what do your best customers value about you? Not just the, all of your customers, but your best customers. So for me, my best customers valued my experience, my smarts, and my ability to kind of take this theoretical stuff and make it apply to the real world. But even more than that, they loved that I have a drive for excellence, that I can quickly zero in on opportunities, and that I was dedicated for making them and their work stand out. So that's the value piece. How does that translate into the money piece? Well, once I realized that I had a false assumption about the value I was bringing and I course corrected, I completely redid my business model into those three streams that we talked about earlier. There's literally nothing the same in my model from what I offer to the price point to how I talk about it because I now have a clear understanding of who actually values my work and what they value about it. In business, of course, what matters is does that translate into revenue? Does it translate from there and into profit? Well, I didn't make $8,000 in unplanned revenue. I made more than $10,000. I knew you were setting this up there. (laughs) Absolutely. More than $10,000. It took less than four months and it's been exploding absolutely ever since because I continued to focus in on what is that overlap between what my people think they want and what I, as the expert, know they actually need. It's the intersection of those two. I, I call that the core promise, the intersection between what people think they want and what I know they need. And once you get that right, everything becomes easier. I mean, Fire Nation, Brienne didn't even know who her best customers were. And she still might not know that if she hadn't invested in herself with the right mentor. I mean, uncovering gems of wisdom. Tara Gentili, just rocking and rolling. And Brian, you do have a lot of great things going on right now, but what's the one thing that has you most fired up today? You know, it's been so amazing because over the last few weeks and months, after going through that transition, a lot of the puzzle pieces have just clicked into place. I think a lot of Fire Nation will just recognize that there's a lot of business soul searching that we all go through, especially when we're going through periods of transition and change and growth. And a lot of that has like clicked into place. And it's just become so exciting to see that stuff that used to be hard doesn't feel hard. Finding clients used to feel hard. That doesn't feel hard anymore. Finding opportunities, like I mentioned that I'm going to be doing a licensing agreement. That was an opportunity that I never would have seen coming before. But now that I have the foundation right, everything else, that licensing opportunity, some new client work, some new opportunities just in general that, you know, I don't even, can't even wrap my head around them are starting to come. It, it's like, uh, I'm as far as I'm concerned, there was only one movie version of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory <laughs> ever made, and that's the Gene Wilder version. I completely ignore anything that happened in that, uh, that storyline since then. 
But there's a scene at the end of the movie where uh, Willy Wonka turns to Charlie, the, the little kid, and says to Charlie, don't forget what happened to the man who suddenly got everything he ever wanted. And Charlie turns to Willie and says, well, what? what? What happened? And Willie says, well, he lived happily ever after. And that's kind of honestly where I feel like I'm at right now. I suddenly got everything I ever wanted. And it feels so incredible to be able to execute on these things that I've been putting in the work for for so long. Man, what an analogy. And, you know, I can actually picture that scene and that great movie, Gene Wilder, I mean, that guy could just knock him dead. And Fire Nation, we're about to enter the lightning rounds. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Building your website can be tough work, but it's your home base and the key to expanding your presence online. And therefore, it's incredibly important. All the moving pieces that go into building a website, like securing your URL, getting a hosting package, choosing a theme. What if I told you you can accomplish all these things in one place? Great news. You can. HostGator.com is your one-stop destination for all website and hosting needs. Whether you already have a website or you need to get one built from scratch, HostGator is key to helping you get your online presence started. Their award-winning 24-7, 365 support via live chat, telephone, and email is unparalleled in the hosting world. Plus, they've just raised a bar by introducing their brand new optimized WordPress hosting plans. Get ready for blazing fast load times, a simple control panel, free migrations, and more. Get started with HostGator today by using promo code FIRE and the number 30. Just visit HostGator.com, enter promo code FIRE and the number 30 today. It's amazing what we can order online from the comfort of our own home. In fact, I haven't had to waste time going to the store for months. I love the freedom this gives me to spend more time on things I actually want to be doing. I bet you're thinking of a few things right now you can't order online, aren't you? Like a good night's sleep. But you can with Lisa. Lisa is not your typical mattress company. In fact, they won the Shopify Build a Business competition this year. Plus, Lisa starts at just $525 and ships for free anywhere in the U.S. Lisa is American-made and engineered with three unique foam layers that will support you and keep you cool all night long. With a 100-night risk-free guarantee, what do you have to lose? Start sleeping better by visiting leesa.com slash fire for a $75 discount. That's leesa.com slash fire. Brianne, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? When I was thinking about leaving my day job, I had actually been doing some freelance work on the side. And I remember having a conversation with my mentor and saying, you know, if I actually tried, I could probably make this thing happen. Because, you know, I knew myself and I knew that really, I don't know, I guess, Gary Vaynerchuk is one of the big people who always talks about hustle as being this thing you have to do as an entrepreneur. And that's not my nature. My nature is not to hustle. My nature is to build slow relationships, build a strong foundation, and to you know build things brick by brick, step by step, and to take it a little slower and not be what I thought hustling meant, which was super aggressive and super in your face. I didn't know at the time that there was a different way to go. And so I held myself back because I knew I can't be what I, what I thought it meant to be a hustling entrepreneur. 
What's the best advice you've ever received? The best advice I've ever received comes from my grandma. And my mom says this a lot too. But when I think of it, it comes from my grandma. And that's the, the phrase, this too shall pass. In the moment, it doesn't help as much as you hope it would. In the moment, you don't want to hear that this too will pass. But when I'm able to catch myself and remind myself, it actually reminds me of my grandma. Now, my grandma's elderly. She's still alive, but she's not doing too well right now. When I think of this too shall pass, it pulls my attention to her and to my family and to what really matters. And it's the connection with the people who I love most and who care about me and love me the most. When you can keep coming back to that time and time again, then yeah this too shall pass. Yeah. And I do love the quote too, that it's never as bad as it seems, but it's also as never as good as it seems. And it's really good to remember that to kind of keep you a little more level as an entrepreneur and not the highs and the lows of the roller coaster journey. And Brianne, what's a personal habit that contributes to your success? I, as we've well established, I love patterns. Uh, anyone who has been following my work for a while knows my favorite word is the word perspicacious, <laughs> which I love arcane words that happen to mean exactly the right thing. Perspication means having a keen discerning insight into things, being able to break them down and put them back together. And I actually leverage that ability into a habit where whenever I have something that isn't making sense, I break it down to figure out what's actually going on behind the scenes. If I, a few weeks ago, I was thinking, man, I'm not working enough. I feel like I'm not working enough. And so I used that habit to actually do an analysis and say, first, is that true? I actually used rescue time to figure out where my time was going. And I was working a lot more than I thought. Then the flip side of that is I had to then use the habit to turn it into a system so that I would be able to stop worrying about it and would stop taking on my mental ram cycles. I actually went through and built into my business model plan. I went back and said, how many clients and sales do I need to make in each of my product lines to hit not only my revenue goals, but to also make sure that I'm working within the time bounds, both upper bounds and lower bounds that I want to work. So long as I'm building in the right number of clients now, I know I don't have to worry about whether or not I'm working enough. So that's an example of this habit that I've formed of let's figure out what's really going on underneath and then build a system to take advantage and leverage that so that you can free up those mental RAM cycles for future iterations. Perscapacious. You know, I would have guessed that it's something to do with sweating. I don't really know. Why, <laughs> yeah. I guess not. Fire Nation. I wonder what your guess was. Now, do you have an internet resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners? Absolutely. I tried for a long time to figure out the perfect CRM to be figuring out how to stay in touch with people and manage projects and that kind of stuff. Uh, I tried a lot of them. The one I keep going back to is Streak CRM. It works within Gmail. I can manage all my pro pro projects, all the progress of those projects, all my clients, all my contacts, all my everything from within Gmail. And it's got my CRM and my project tracking. It's beautiful. Streak CRM. Love that. If you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? I think everyone should go out and read Chris Hadfield's An Astronaut's Guide to Life on Earth. And not just because Chris Hadfield happens to be a Canadian superstar. <laughs> he was the commander of the International Space Station. A lot of people probably saw some of his photos from the International Space Station because they went all over Twitter, uh, you know, because he just took all these great photos. Um, this is his autobiography, and it's this really awesome and kind of intense look at what it really takes to overcome incredible odds, 
to become the best in the world, or in his case, out of the world at what you do. Fire Nation, I know you love audio. So I teamed up with audiobooks. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. And Brianne, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? You know, you're right. That's a doozy of a question. (laughs) And I know that I'm very glad that I knew to expect it because (laughs) when I was preparing for for our discussion today, I wanted to come up with something that would be really like a really great answer for this question. And everything I thought of was not authentic or true. So here's the actual real true answer. I'd probably go look for a job. (laughs) Now, why would I do that? Well, my natural tendency, whether it's online or offline, is to be a bit of a hermit. I need something to get me out and about, interacting with people, forming that support network. Plus, honestly, I'm pretty risk averse. And just having food and shelter taken care of isn't going to actually give me much of a life. So I'd want to make sure that my life was in order first. And then probably after about six or eight months, I'd be sick of the job and start looking for another out. But by that (laughs) point, I'd have the support and relationships around me that I'd be able to take the next step and feel really good about it. I love it. I mean, that's really the core of this question is, what would you, Brianne, do? You know, and I I love that answer because that is just honest, genuine. And let's end today on fire. So share a parting piece of guidance. The best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. Awesome. So, For guidance, I just want to make sure that everyone remembers that lesson that I had to learn to go from my worst moment to my aha moment, which is you need to know the intersection of what people think they want, what you know they need, and in the middle is how you can provide your highest value. And John, I've actually prepared a free gift for Fire Nation that is exactly how to do that, especially if you're in a product, uh, information product or online course based business, or if you want to build that into your business. So if you head on over to mynameisbrianne.com slash fire, you'll find my perfect participant guide, which like I said, it's all about helping you unlock what they think they want, what you know they need, and how you can pinpoint the value that you're going to give them in that offer. So that's, uh, that's what I've got for Fire Nation. And that's also the best place to connect with me online is at mynameisbrianne.com. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with BD and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Brianne into the search bar. Her show notes page will pop right up with everything we've been talking about. Recommend a book, resource, all the goodies. Of course, your gift, Fire Nation, awaits at mynameisbrianne.com slash fire. Grab that gift. You can tell from this interview, it'll be a goodie. And of course, mynameisbrianne.com is where you can find out a little more about BD herself. And Brianne, I just want to say thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you so much. 
Fire Nation, thank you for joining us on EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for links to everything we chatted about today, killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. The number one trait successful entrepreneurs have in common is they know how to set and accomplish goals. Allow me to introduce the Freedom Journal. This leather-bound journal is my passion project that will guide you in setting a SMART goal and accomplishing it in 100 days. Visit thefreedomjournal.com to find out more. Today is your day, Fire Nation. Ignite. Ignite.